We've got lots to cover today. Updates on flies. They're all over the darn place. Marketing strategies. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up Radio Show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. A big thank you goes out to our sponsors and our partners, and we've got a heck of a list. The American Gelvey Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, the 67th Annual Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match. Look forward to seeing you there. Westway Feed Products, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Dakota Cowboy, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, and Wrangler. All right, Tigger. I have this feeling as, okay, I just swatted another one. I need more than two hands and two arms. I need a third arm and a third hand just to hold the fly swatter these days. They are so vicious this year. I They're mean, horrible. We've got a big chunk of this episode, and I mean a big chump, chunk, excuse me, a chump. Yeah, that's what I feel like, <laughs> swatting flies. We've got a big chunk of this episode is devoted to flies and we're actually going to kind of tackle this a little bit because so many people have reached out and said are you having the fly problems that we're having and i mean they're driving the horses crazy they're the cattle the, the cattle they're eating the dog's ears i mean the dog's ears are just are just bloody. It's been a really, really tough year for some reason. And it's almost been like an assortment of different flies. It's not like it's just one big old horse fly. Aha, okay? Aha. There's an assortment of these buggers, literally. Look at how you... I see what you did there. Look at how you're leading me. Yes, there are four major types of flies that we're dealing with. And depending upon how we need to control them, the first step is knowing which ones are which. And as I said, we've got a big chunk of this episode. We're bringing Dr. Wayne Ayers with Elanco Animal Health back on to discuss said topic. But before we know exactly what to do, we got to kind of understand which types of flies we're dealing with. Well, all I can say is flies be gone. Yeah, amen on that. And uh, if you have some updates for us, you can reach out like other people did. Send us an email or give us a call at 707-726-2420. Pro Rodeo's top saddle bronc riders all in one location. It's rodeo time. The best of the best battle it out at the annual Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match August 5th at the Home on the Range in Sentinel Butte, North Dakota. Get your chance at some of the cash with the live Calcutta Friday, August 4th at the North Dakota Cowboy Hall of Fame in Medora, North Dakota. Road trip. For more information and tickets, head to hotrnd.com. The Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match. Watch RFD-TV anytime, anywhere on all your connected devices with RFD-TV now. Simply go to watchrfdtv.com and sign up for just $9.99 a month or save more and pay just $89.99 for the year. You can begin streaming RFD-TV live right away and have access to your favorite shows 24-7 on demand. Go to watchrfdtv.com, sign up, and start streaming today. It's called sustainability, and we all need it in the cow herd to remain profitable. Sustainability starts with the cow, and it's found in the maternal strength of Gelvy and Balancer females. It's hard to imagine, but weaning time will be here before you know it, and we're going to be faced with how are we going to replace those cold females, and what are we going to replace them with? Well, the answer is real simple. Create sustainability with Gelvy and Balancer females. Smart, reliable, profitable. Cattle battle. 
Welcome back, everyone, to the Ranch It Up radio show, the most information packed into a 30-minute program that you can find. It's your All Things Ranching newscast, and so glad to be with you. Questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, rants, it doesn't matter. You can call and you can text us at 707-RANCH20. That's 707-726-2420. Email ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Prowling around social media at Ranch It Up Show. Now, several of you have reached out over the last couple of weeks and said, is it just me or are the flies as thick as thieves this year? They are out in droves. I've heard this from pretty much all corners of the country, all corners of the globe. In fact, that the flies, the insects are really, really tough this year. What to do about them, how to understand them. So I'm bringing back Dr. Wayne Ayers. He is a technical consulting veterinarian for the beef team with Elanco Animal Health. Now, first, let's bring back Dr. Wayne. Let's talk about those types of flies that are out there. So there's uh, four main flies that we uh, are concerned with in cattle in general, That, uh, regardless of whether it's a cow-calf, a stalker, dairy, feedlot. Um, and those are horn flies, stable flies, space flies, and house flies. So those four have the potential to all cause some degree of economic loss. Horn flies and face flies are the two most important on a cow-calf operation and on stalkers. And so the horn flies, um, estimate, estimates have been made that the uh, potential loss of about a billion dollars to the U.S. cattle industry if we don't do anything with, for those. Um, it can equate to about 10 to 15 pounds of weaning weight on a, on a suckling calf and anywhere from 15 to 50 pounds of gain on a stalker calf. Um, these cattle or these flies bite. They are the ones that live on the back and they live entirely on the animal, the cow, their entire life. They only fly off briefly to lay their eggs in a fresh fecal pad and then fly back to the cow. Um, the entire time they're on the cow, they're, um, they feed 20 to 30 times a day. And each one of those, uh, they have to bite and then cause a little bit of a blood loss. 200 flies will fit in your hand. If you put your hand straight out with your fingers next to each other, the 200 of these horn flies will fit. And that at that point, um, we can start to document economic loss. So when we see one of those cows out there or a bull out there in the pasture and they swish their tail and this big black cloud comes up and it goes back down, they have thousands of them on us. And it's been estimated that when they're covered like that, they can lose a pint of blood a day. Oh, wow. And that kind of gives you the willies a little bit, doesn't it, Dr. Ayers, when you're you're talking about that? I literally did that with my hand. Everybody else did, too. And and that 200 flies, it kind of just makes the hair stand up. Exactly. And if you think about those things biting you that many times a day and how many, depending on how many you have. I mean, it's annoying enough when you walk out and a mosquito bites you, but these things, their mouth parts are much bigger than a mosquito. And so um, they're really... They're really annoying. And so the cow's, the cow's not eating. And if the cow's not eating, she's not uh, adding nutrients to make milk. And therefore, milk production goes down. And that calf's, that's how the calf ends up being uh, reduced growth rate is because the cow uh, 
is not making as much milk as she could. But um, tremendously irritating and um, and annoying and, and economic loss. That's that's the potential for the greatest economic loss on the on the beef side of things. The phase flies. Um, it only takes about 12 to 14 of those to be on a uh, animal's face. Um, they feed on tears, so they don't bite. But they're annoying because they'll get up in the corner of the eye and they reach up with their foot and they rub the cornea on the eye, or oh, they'll sure. take their mouth, they'll take their mouth and you know and and rub the cornea and make an irritation. Well, when they do that, there's damage, a little bit of damage to the cornea, and that allows uh, Morixella bovis, which is a bacteria that causes pink eye, to attach to that cornea um, where that little piece of damage is. And then these flies get that on their feet and on their mouth parts, those bacteria, and they fly from cow to cow feeding, and that's, they move uh, pink eye around. So those flies, including the face fly, they, they hear the cow defecate or they smell, they sense that the cow defecated, flies off, lays eggs, and then gets back on the, on the cow. And so it doesn't matter where the cow defecates, it's gonna lay eggs in there. And those hatch, and then the first thing they do when cattle come by again, or as they move around the pasture, then they go find that. So stable flies and house flies, they replicate in decomposing organic matter. So generally, they're not a big problem on the cow-calf or a stalker operation, unless the cattle are still grazing close to maybe where we had hay bale feeders and round bale feeders and we didn't clean up and so now that decomposing hay and manure that's all mixed there around those hay feeders these two flies they replicate in that kind of material stable flies are tremendously expensive they it only takes about four per leg they live on the legs instead of the back they only spend a short period of time on the animal they they bite and then they suck a meal of blood, and then they fly off and go rest in the tall grass. They can cause uh, milk reduction. Um, about Some studies have shown up to about four-tenths of a pound of a, a day. They cause uh, in loss of um, uh, body weight gain. They cause cattle to bunch up. And so sometimes we always we think, you know, hey, these cattle are bunched underneath a tree getting in the shade. Well, they may be driven there by the stable flies because then they, they get their heads all together because they don't want to be the ones on the outside mm-hmm. because the stable flies are biting their legs. So just a real quick interesting for folks to uh, be able to tell these apart. Corn flies are generally on the back, but they will go underneath the belly during the heat of the day. Corn flies always land on the cow or you'll see them in a position with their head pointed down towards the ground. Stable flies are always on the legs, and they always have their head pointed up. So it's an easy way of looking at them and saying, hey, what kind of flies do I have? You can have horn flies on the legs in the heat of the day, but they always go to the back. They always still point with their heads down. Stable flies always with their heads up. You know, Dr. Ayers, I come back to this so many times. It doesn't matter if we're talking, uh, we're managing flies. We are talking about reproduction. We're talking about nutrition. It doesn't matter if we're we're trying to uh, fight cock city on the calves. It doesn't matter about these things. I always come back to this statement that is 
If you have questions or you want to debate or rebuttal something or you don't quite understand or you're frustrated or you have a situation, use your veterinarian. Use your veterinarian. That's what they're there for. They do not just want to fix prolapses. That's not what they want to do all the time. They want to come out and help and consult because if we're profitable, you guys are profitable. That's exactly right. I mean, and and prevention just like the nutrition end of things. Nutrition is the foundation for everything. Cows got to do well. It's the foundation for a good response to vaccines. This, and fly control, you know, is right in there with that. Dr. Wayne Ayers with Elanco Animal Health. So glad to have you back on the show. Yeah, I would agree that those flies are thick as thieves out there. And it's going to be a tough one getting through because there's still lots of summer left for lots of us out there. Now, coming up, is the time when we check in with Kirk Donsbach, StoneX Financial Incorporated. We're talking markets. We're talking numbers. We're talking how do we establish those numbers, and we've got some great pointers. So stick around. We've got a lot more of the Ranch It Up radio show. It's coming to you all right after this. Everyone asks me, Tigger, where do you get your boots? What do you look for in boots? Well, for me, it's customer service and American-made boots and tack. Medora Boot and Western Wear takes care of everything I need. You can shop online at MedoraBoot.com or follow along Facebook and Instagram. Give Medora Boot and Western Wear a call and tell them Tigger sent you. Medora Boot and Western Wear, making boots great again. Hashtag Tigger approved. We've talked about Pharmatan and its success over the past several years, usually encouraging you to feed it in the diet 90 days pre-calving. Now, here's Paul Mitchell with how we're using Pharmatan both pre- and post-weaning in our calves. A lot of guys are using the Pharmatan both for coccidia control and then excellent to help with that transition to solid feed and seeing their weights really hold up as they put cattle through their weaning ration and to a higher energy diet. Head to imogeneingredients.com. Livestockmarket.com puts you in control when buying or selling commercial livestock, seed stock, or show stock. The easy-to-use online platform at livestockmarket.com offers private treaty, online auction, and live auction internet bidding. Animals are sold before they ever leave your place. And with LivestockMarket.com, there's no middleman. Buyers connect directly with livestock and hay producers. There's no easier way to find buyers for cattle, sheep, goats, pigs, and hay. Sell on your terms today with LivestockMarket.com. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for keeping it tuned right here to the Ranch It Up radio show. It is that time in the program. We check in with Kirk Donsbach, StoneX Financial Incorporated. And if this is your first time catching on to the Ranch It Up radio show, number one, congratulations. Thanks so much that you found us. Number two, you can get more information from Kirk, and this is step one. And we're going to kind of go through steps two, three, four, and five here yet today. But step one is subscribing to his free newsletter by texting the word cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E. You text that to 33777. That is the word cattle to 33777. And you will get his email update each and every week. And it gives you a real nice snapshot of what's going on and some things to to look for in the future potentially. So, Kirk, welcome aboard. How you been? No, I've been doing very good, very good. Just uh, in the irrigation process on the ranch and uh, and 
watching the markets in the mornings. And I got to razz Kirk a little bit because we were talking off air during the break and and I knew that he was working on some irrigation projects. And uh, we've got a water project, but ours isn't on the good side. We're trying to figure out where a ground spring has sprung up under my shop. So I'm not even going to get into that, Kirk. You were already razzing me about that, and I seen the dollar signs adding up. So let's uh, let's first and foremost, let's recap last week what it did. Last week, as of Friday, July 28th, August feeders closed at 245.80 up five cents on the week with the CME feeder index at 242, up $3.91 on the week. So strong cash action. That left our basis at a negative $2.73, a very normalized basis. August live cattle closed the week at 178 and a quarter. That's down a dollar fifty-seven and a half, with cash trading 179 in the south and 186 to 188 in the north, leaving the five area weighted average down 17 at 186.57, and the basis a positive eight dollars and forty-two cents. That is a, a pretty salty basis for live cattle as we near delivery and expiration of that contract. The weekly slaughter was 619,000. That's down 5,000 versus last week and 47,000 versus the same week last year. Choice Box is printed 302. That's down 74 cents. And we usually don't go get into this, but uh, it's kind of the big news right now and the big question in the market. But packer margins are considered by most to be negative and how that plays out in the forward buys through this summer, through the heat anyway. Another new topic we don't often talk about is open interest or the number of longs in the in the market has started to decline and also there's some fund liquidation so managed money is starting to liquidate some of their longs not aggressively but it's definitely noticeable to wrap this all up december corn closed at 531 down six cents and holy moly talk about a roller coaster in corn this week's bearish action was based on improved forecasts going into the august time frame so, Kirk, that was, I'm going to say, step two is just kind of recapping the markets and people getting familiar with the verbiage, the nomenclature that goes along with when we talk about markets. Now, here's kind of step three that I want to move into. You had mentioned slaughter numbers down. Uh, those of us that have followed along know that I had reported and talked about cowherd retention numbers down and all of those can be perceived as positive signs that it keeps that price for beef up. We're moving closer to the time when guys are going to be marketing a lot of feeder cattle here in the, or I should say moving a lot of feeder cattle in the next few days. Marketing is a 365. We'll get into that in just a little bit. So my first question is, uh, and I know it's a crystal ball one, but do you see some strength holding into these numbers that we're seeing right now moving into the fall? When we're talking live cattle, I think there's there's definitely an indication that we could see some strength. Um, for one, the market is carrying a positive basis, so futures are positive. So cash is over futures, so futures really wouldn't need to react a whole lot if cash weakened a little bit through the through the heat of the summer. I, I do think there's some indications that box beef has probably found its resistance at least through the summer. Now, what does it do going into the cooler months, you know, is the million-dollar question. The market is clearly thinking that boxes will rally into the fall, as they normally do. Break-even is a very tough one, and it's tied largely to emotion. If the emotion of the market thinks we're going to keep going higher, the market will work on these 
$10 lose or break evens at the time of purchase. Now, obviously, once that emotion changes, you no longer think the market's going up. You have to adjust your buy price to try to get some of that break even to a more realistic level. The feeders, which are quite highly priced, could be looking at a little different scenario than live cattle. If just the optimism comes out of live cattle, but and we don't go into a bear market, just we're not as optimistic, you definitely could see feeders soften a little bit. That's not fall apart, but 10, 20 cents wouldn't be a surprise at all for the feeder market. Now, you mentioned the word break even, and that's, I'm going to say, is step number four. And as you know, Kirk, we pride ourselves here on the Ranch It Up radio show of bringing potential solutions when it comes to marketing those calves options. I'm not just talking about sale barns. I'm not just talking about video auctions. I'm not just talking about private treaty. I'm talking about adding value to those calves when there is value to be added. I'm talking about describing those calves. I'm talking about establishing those relationships and using a lot of those tools that are out there. Those are all fantastic things to do. And that's why we bring so much of that information to you, the listener, each and every week. But as I said, you mentioned the word break even we don't know if really these prices that we're talking about that we could receive is going to be something that is profitable on our outfit until we know what it costs to produce. If that'd be whatever we're using for our outfit, if that'd be on a cow-calf basis, personally, we, we figure out pounds per acre is how we do things on ours. But when we talk about that that step of establishing a break-even People feel that sometimes that's a daunting task where, oh boy, I don't really, I got to go back and I got to look at this. From your experience of working with clients, is that really that darn difficult to uh, go back and figure that out? I think it depends on how you define that price and how accurate you're trying to make that price. There's a lot of variables that go into that and a lot of those variables are unknown. So to come up with an exact break-even, I would say is very difficult and very daunting. Uh, for example, we all know about all the hay that had to be bought this spring. Well, that mm-hmm. was in no one's budget and no one's break-even. So, so getting that exact is very daunting. Now, having a rough idea and a general idea is actually not difficult at all. It's basically your historical costs in an operation. So to kind of wrap this up, Kirk, and I know that that you're taking a little extra time for us, and we appreciate that because, like I said, we always like to bring potential uh, solutions to problems if we can. Is the best way to to start the process of establishing break-even and getting to know you, or maybe we want to use Kirk, or maybe we need Kirk's help, or maybe he needs to come in on a consulting role I would assume the best way is first and foremost, get that newsletter, has your contact information. Is that correct? Absolutely. And and I, and I think just start following along to the newsletter can be very productive and you can learn for free for a while. Abs- I like that when you say for free. Perfect. So Kirk, um, thank you for each and every week. I know that uh, you take a lot of pride in giving us information. So I don't say that enough, but I do appreciate you coming on board each and every week and helping us. Well, thank you, Tigger, for the opportunity to, to reach out to your listeners once a week. You bet. And again, text the word cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E-2, 33777. This is Cracky Johnson with the Florida Cattlemen's Association. The 29th Annual SCA Quality Heifer Sale in memory of Bill Barthel, presented by Florida Heritage Beef. The sale is hosted by the Arcadia Stockyards in Arcadia, Florida, 
Friday, August 25th, and the first female will enter the ring at 1 o'clock. Consigners include Spur Landing Cattle, Longino Ranch, Kempfer Cattle Company, Cow Creek Cattle, Eagle Island Ranch, Mo Brangus, Lacty Cattle Company, Walpole Cattle Company, Williamson Cattle Company, Perry Cattle Ranch, Dixie Cattle Company, Dee's Brothers, Philip Crawford, and many more. The sale boasts a great offering of Brangus, Beefmaster, Gertz, and other Brahma and Angus-influenced females and will include bread and open heifers. Buyers will have a chance to win the $1,000 bull credits from both R.A. Brown Ranches and Gene Plus. Also, there'll be a drawing for a spring gobbler hunt on Buck Island Ranch and a backpack from King Ranch Saddle Shop and many more. Sponsored by Florida Heritage Beef, Fenco Farms, Datamars, and Gallagher. For more information, call Kevin Escobar at 813-629-8049 or Cracker Johnson at 352-535-5320 or look us up on Facebook, Florida Cattlemen's Association Quality Heifer Sale. Thank you. I tip my hat to you. From one legend to another. Before we say fare thee well, a tip of the hat to the ranchers, farmers, and their crew. As if I'm looking at the calendar correctly, I believe football practice has started for most, and the gridiron is a college. Yeah, football practice starting for high school, for college. So good luck. I can't even believe I'm saying this in your fall seasons, but August is here, right? I mean, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. And that is going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated, Dr. Wayne Ayers with Elenco Animal Health for the update, and Cracker Johnson with the Florida Cattlemen's Association Quality Replacement Heifer Sale that is coming up here right quick. And, of course, to the boss lady, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, that's you. A big thank you to our partners, the American Galvey Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, the 67th Annual Home on the Range Champions Ride Saddle Bronc Match, Westway Feed Products, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Dakota Cowboy, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to follow and like us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. We have many updates there throughout the week, so make sure you're following us along. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text 24-7-707-RANCH-20. That's 707-726-2420. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger Approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. 